get over the run sheet, so to speak, if that makes sense. Like, you know, don't sweat the little things. All right, planners, please don't come and attack us. We're not saying that we a wedding does not need a run sheet. We're just saying that on the wedding day, we do not want couples to stress about timing or the run sheet at all. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast, where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts, Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free, and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast. You are with Matt and Tim. How are you, mate? What's going on? I am good, brother. I am good. It has. It's great, man. I um. I'm really excited because I'm going on a little holiday in two days. Yeah, you are. Get it in the, in the middle of wedding season. Yeah, decided you're crazy. to take five days off. <laughs> um, no, nah, it's, it's. It's. I'm good. jealous. I'm jealous, but I'm also like. I have things that I, a lot of things that I need to do right now. And I don't know how I could do it because I feel like I get stressed when I come back from a holiday, but that's okay. Yeah. You get it done, mate. Yeah. I made sure, obviously, I like took the week. Uh, I've got about, essentially, I've got about two weeks off, which is which is really good. But I, I feel like I needed it. I do have quite a um, pretty packed um, November and most of December. So, you know, a holiday with the family was something that, you know, we decided would would be good. And, you know, it's good to kind of take our kids on a little holiday. It's going to be uh, Willow and Macy's first time on a plane, which I'm really excited for. Yeah, sick. How good. Take the uh, take the old GoPro, mate, and get a bit of reactions from them. That'll be cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, um, plus, I've, I'm, I've bought like an old school, like proper analog camcorder, which is, yeah, which is pretty uh Give it a test out. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I've got to try and figure out how to, it's it's so weird, man. These things are like they're pretty big, but like just the footage is like it just you just realize how much cameras have changed in the last twenty years. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's wild, isn't it? I feel like video cameras have changed heaps more than film cameras. Like when it comes to photography, even because like film mm. cameras, yes, they look different, but yeah, they're like the video cameras are wild. Yeah. Anyway, well, um, <laughs> speaking speaking about that, but oh, like, okay. I suppose like what what about the trend in like in film? Like yeah, there's trend, a trend in like in going right back now, to there? film, because um, mm. even it's it's almost like a trend going back to like authentic, you know, candid, like these these moments where it's more away from short form, like more long form. Like I'm I'm getting a lot of couples coming back to me like a year after the wedding and run like I want like a long form video of like of all of it. So like my my documentary films, so like all my full like full feature films. And then we're starting to see a lot of photographers using film cameras again at yeah. weddings, which I find like uh, I love it. Hey. I yeah. think that is so, so sick. Like it's not obviously the clearest picture. You're not using 48 megapixel cameras. Um, you know, it's it's quite beautiful. Yeah. I like it. I think it's cool. I probably I don't, I don't know. I haven't really thought about adding it to be honest, because I just, 
I don't think I feel like I probably need more experience in film. Maybe it's something I need to work on. Maybe I need. Mm. I have a couple of film cameras. I just never seem to use them. And then you know, just the whole like post process of getting them developed and then all that sort of stuff is just a different kettle of fish. But maybe I should add it in. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I like what I like what you're doing and how you're adding in all your analog stuff and your old school, you know, camcorder stuff into your film. Yeah, it's not for. it's not for everyone. Um, no. And I make, it, I make it pretty clear, like, even before I start testing this out, like, is this going to suit the couple and then ask them directly, like, is this something that you would like? But, you know, I'm in a lucky situation that all my couples trust my, you know, and they give me creative freedom. Um, yeah. Otherwise, How good I don't is that? Th- otherwise, I don't think they'd be my couples. <laughs> How good is it when people trust you? <laughs> I like it. And it's nice to work. You know, they're the couples that we want. Uh, the couples that book us are the couples that hopefully – trusting us to capture their day but mate let's no no zillas um and so anyway so we're going to smash out an episode for you guys today we're going to give you five reasons why we think things go wrong at a wedding and these aren't five things that are like you know like i guess like superficial stuff in a sense of like you know oh the food didn't turn up or yeah, the this is, you know this has like, got the potential to to hit some nerves and look, yeah. we, we do apologize in advance but this is going to be probably one of our quickest episodes to date and we really want to give something that's short fast and something that can really get you thinking as well yeah absolutely so we're just going to dive straight in so number one um, of reasons why things go wrong at weddings is you didn't have enough support on your wedding day and you didn't delegate, you didn't ask for help from your family, your friends, your vendors, anybody. You thought you could take it all on your own back and you thought you could do it yourself. Yeah, you consume all the planning, all the stress um, and it's accumulated and your wedding day doesn't feel like the day it was meant to be. Um, and that's a clear sign that you need help. Everyone needs help. It is okay to delegate, uh, whether that's using family, friends, or whether that's investing in a planner or an on-day coordinator. We are all for outsourcing stress when you need it, when yeah. you don't need it. Yeah. And like everyone wants to help you on a wedding day. So use that help. Get your friends, get your family, get your vendors, ask them questions. I love it when people ask me questions. Love it. Love it. And that leads us into number two. And you didn't invest in the right vendors. Maybe you've got the cheapest ones. Maybe maybe there was a, a budget constraint. Um, maybe, you know, you didn't know what vendor to choose or you, you didn't understand how to choose the right wedding vendor. And unfortunately, um, it, it has a, a severe impact on your wedding day experience. Matt, do you know how we rave on about client experience a little? And do you want to know the golden nuggets behind my client delivery system? Uh, Not really, but anyway, I know you're going to tell me, so shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, mate. But uh, you know we're all about leveling up our client experience. And if you're still delivering wedding films to your couples with Google Drive or Dropbox, then you really aren't giving them the best experience, are you? And this is why I use Vidflow. It's a pay-per-use online platform that allows you to deliver on-brand websites with your very own domain for each of your clients while still being incredibly affordable and Vidflow is accessible on mobile desktop and my absolute favorite feature is the fact that it links to your smart tv so your couples can watch their wedding film on their own big screen and with all that effort that you put into your film you really want to ensure your couples can have the best experience possible so use our code make it epic 20 for 20 percent off your Vidflow yearly premium membership 
Absolutely it does. And it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if you're, I suppose, not spending the money on, potentially it comes to money, right? But if you're not like spending money on the high quality vendor that you really would have liked and you went for the cheaper budget open, option, open, option, you probably <laughs> wouldn't. <laughs> That was a good one. Uh, you know, that was, I feel stressed because we said it's going to be quick and now I'm trying to talk really fast. Anyway, <laughs> um, but if, yeah, if you went for maybe like that cheaper budget option just because of like your overall budget and you skimped on some part of the day and that vendor, I suppose, doesn't have experience and doesn't know how to adapt as we spoke about last week, um, that may really affect your wedding day and, you know, things can go wrong. If you don't have a vendor that knows how to improve your wedding day experience, or adapt. Mm. Mm. <laughs> if, you, if you listened to last week's episode. Um, I, I literally just said that. You just literally repeated me. To, I said that <laughs> 10 seconds ago. Oh, man. Anyway, we're on fire today. <laughs> look, it, it's not not always, but typically a cheaper option really also means a, a poorer slash cheaper experience. Yeah, absolutely. And we're not talking just from a, a photo video point of view. We're talking about everything and anything. So it could be food service. It could be drinks. It could be, who knows? It could be anything. It could be music, right? Like that's a big one. Like if you don't have a musician that has experience, you're, you may not get the vibes you're wanting for. They might not be able to read the room correctly. So yeah, things can go wrong when you have someone that does not have the experience as unnecessary. Uh, or, or, number or doesn't know how to adapt. <laughs> if we haven't said adapt already three times in this episode and 400 times in the previous one, there's a shout, sneaky shout out to ourselves from last week. <laughs> um, but I think number three is pretty important because it's like, you know, you have to actually let some things go on your wedding day. You can't, I guess, control all the things. And in the lead up to your wedding itself as well, like you need to take a big deep breath. You need to let it go. I've used this analogy um, so many times that like, if you have a run sheet and you have been micromanaging that run sheet, it gets to a point where you can't do anything about it anymore. You need to put that run sheet into your bin in your brain and throw it out and just ignore it and get, I guess like, get over the run sheet, so to speak, if that makes sense. Like, you know, don't sweat the little things. All right, planners, please don't come and attack us. We're not saying that we a wedding does not need a run sheet. We're just saying that on the wedding day, we do not want couples to stress about timing or the run sheet at all. That is a vendor job. Um, so, yes. Um, Thanks for that little asterisk and yes just uh, <laughs> just in case we get some planners coming at us and like don't tell couples they don't need a run sheet like we, we don't want no, we, don't, we don't we need no hate from that. you guys <laughs> don't hate us yeah. we love you, you, know who you are. <laughs> uh, should we well i won't drop names i'll keep no, my mouth no. <laughs> <laughs> we love you if you know who i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh. Uh. all right number number four is not having a wet weather backup plan and mm. look like it is okay to you know, hope for the best, but it is even better to plan for the worst. And weather can do some unpredictable things. And we are we're in the middle of October at the moment. You know, it should be quite warm. And you know, just the other other week, we got some hectic, hectic like ninety kilometer hour winds, and it went from like thirty degrees to like seven degrees in the space of ten minutes, which is crazy. Um, but not having a wet weather plan really can have a severe impact on your day. 
Absolutely. And I think that it might not even be a wet weather plan for your ceremony. It might be a wet weather plan for your reception. It might be, you know, a wet weather plan for your family portraits, you know, and or it might just be a wind plan, you know, because it's been quite windy lately, which is unusual for this time of year. So, 100%. you know, like I've definitely shot um, some portraits in different locations. You know, yes, we'd love to utilize um, a certain spot. But, you know, at the end of the day, if we can't because of the weather, um, we just got to make it work. You know, it could be a heat plan i know we specifically said wet weather but it could be even heat i'm just thinking now about it um you know like there's so many situations when it comes to weather that we need to potentially have a different plan for if you've chosen a venue uh that obviously has a backup plan that obviously has different areas for ceremony locations then sweet like that is that is amazing uh, and that's a lot of kind of stress taken off your plate as well but unfortunately if it is on potentially a property or, or a venue that doesn't have another backup area for a ceremony then you may need to look at other types of options here that include like marquees or or something along that lines uh, which unfortunately can bring the, co- the cost up but again it is your wedding day. These are decisions that you need to make that are in line with your financial situation. Absolutely. All right. And number five, lucky last. Uh, I feel like this is probably one of the ones that we would harp on the most in this podcast. If you've listened to this uh, past episodes, and <laughs> it's just like you know, a lot of schmack on. Yeah, like, and it's like I guess the the overall arching uh, top topic of number five is like for me. I think if I brought it down is like you know do weddings do your wedding that is like unique to you be unique do it the way that you want to do it and it's you know like did you follow your gut or you didn't follow your gut when it comes to like certain decisions on the day like does your wedding vision suit you and your partner you know did you say no to some things did you not say no to some things like what does it look like for you guys um when it comes to your wedding day so i think that it's really important to say no to some situations on your wedding day i think it's really important to do things that are special and unique to you and if you're doing that you are going to be stoked on your wedding day and if you're doing things because your family members or your friends are telling you you should is that something that you really want to do yeah exactly so essentially just to say in other ways don't make decisions for your wedding based off something that you have seen that you think would just look good but isn't aligned with who you are as a couple or isn't aligned with like your values or your vision it's not what you particularly enjoy you just do want it because maybe you've seen it somewhere it looks cool or maybe you've fallen advice from someone that you love and trust um unfortunately we've seen it too many times where you've gone down that path made these decisions and when it comes to it like It's not really what you wanted in the first place. So we are giving you the confidence to make decisions on your wedding day that suits you and your significant other. Absolutely. And I would say that the number one thing out of that last point is trust your gut because typically we have this funny feeling in the back of our heads, stomachs, wherever it may be that you get that feeling. Um, You know, you might be like, I really need to change this or this is uncomfortable for me or I don't know if I'm making the right decision. Trust yourself, back yourself, make sure that you're doing things that you want to do. And if you feel uneasy about it, it's probably something you need to listen to yourself about. Hopefully, nice quick episode today, Tim. I feel like we just absolutely smashed that. If you like this nice quick episode, please reach out to us, send us a DM. It's podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you guys because... You know, if these quick episodes smashing your golden nuggets out um, straight away is something you want to hear more of, please let us know. We would love to hear from you. 
Absolutely. And, you know, send us a DM. Give us a, give us a question. If you would like us to tackle a topic or a question, send us that DM, send us an email, complete a form on our website, and uh, we'll put that on our list to, to answer. We'd love to hear from you guys. And yeah, that's that's a good point. And we haven't spoken about our website for a long time. So make sure you go to check it out. www.makeitepic.com.au. We'd love for you guys to check it out. Anyway, until next week, we'll speak to you then. Bye. Bye. Are you sick of the plain old written guest book that you'll never, ever read again? Yeah, absolutely. I actually don't think I've seen mine since my wedding night, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think I've seen mine either, which is really interesting. But imagine capturing your guest voices with a retro phone that's a bit more epic and receiving all the recordings as an online gallery. That sounds absolutely amazing. Imagine all the like different voices you'll get to uh, hear from everybody. Some of the, the drunken ones and then also grandma maybe leaving you a, a cute and romantic one as well. Sentimental voice memos from Nan and from family members. And then just imagine the boys giving you an absolute roasting. That's so good. <laughs> well, check out Off The Hawk. Use our code MIE50 and get yourself a sneaky $50 discount.